If you haven't already, before you tune in, make sure you check out our Explain episode so you know what this Class of 2020 show is all about. G'day guys and welcome to the Where Do We Begin podcast. Joel Weston here, the best fisherman and golfer at the Fremantle Dockers Football Club. And I got the pleasure to sit down with Lockie and Harper for a great down-to-earth chat. Hope you all enjoy it and let's get stuck in it. Thanks for that, Joel, and hello and welcome to another very special episode of Where Do We Begin, Class of 2020 series. My name's Zocchi and my co-host is Harper. Harps, how are we today? Oh, I'm very good and very glad to be on the other side of an intro for once, but uh, I reckon we should just get straight into this episode with Joel Weston. Let's dive in. Okay, and this class of 2020 guests, he went at uh, pick 54 in the draft, uh, born on the 12th of October 2002, so he's 18 years old at the time of recording, and he came from Frio's Next Generation Academy, actually part of that, uh, drafted by the Fremantle Dockers, of course, delighted to welcome onto the show, Mr. Joel Weston. How are you, Joel? Hey, boys. Thanks for having me on. Jeez, Joel, born 2002. You're making me feel old. <laughs> What are you? Where are you born? What what time are you? Uh, what time? Yeah, I'm I'm a '98 mate, but uh, we'll, we'll move on because you make you make me feel well. So how are you yeah, going today? Um, I'm going very well. Just just back, come back from recovery, so feeling pretty fresh and ready to you know get the show on the road. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. So um, we're gonna. As we are uh, planning on having this series, have maybe a couple episodes a year, something like that. We're going to do some kind of questions, uh, see how you progress as a guy and as a player over the years, over the months, whatever it is. But start off with a bit of a question that's going to stay the same. Tell, tell us a bit about uh, your early life and your family life growing up in WA, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I grew up in WA. Um, was born in Perth but moved down to – Dunsborough, which is about three three hours south of um, Perth, which is a nice little spot there. So definitely encourage you boys if you ever get over to WA to go down. God's there, country out there. Spot. Yeah, really, really good spot there. And um, yeah, yeah, spent probably about ten till I was about ten years old. Stayed there too, and then came up here and um, finished off high school and. Um, yeah, finished off my sporting career, uh, like my junior career, and progressed into lucky enough um, to the Freo's list. I could be incorrect, Dunsborough. There's a fair few footy players that come out from there, isn't there? Is it a bit of a footy factory, or am I just uh, incorrect? It's it. Nah, no, nah, it's not really a footy factory. Um, <laughs> it had me and Logan McDonald as well, was also um, a Dunsborough boy. We grew up there together, and Ben Stratton's from there as well. But I think that's all. Of it. That's that's about it, to be honest. Not me. Yeah. Now you you told me in the old uh, Instagram DMs, Lockie doesn't know this. Lockie's a big Cats fan. You're a Cats fan growing up as well. So yeah, is that is that a common thing going for Victorian teams in WA or not? Um. Yeah. To be honest, to be honest, there's um out of my friendship group that I've grown up with, um, there's not actually many that are just Eagles and Dockers. There's there's a couple Hawks couple Collingwood, you know, uh, all around the shot, really. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm a Cats man myself, so, yeah, just yeah, varies. Cats man before, but now you're a Dockers man. Now, so tell us about what, what it was like, you know, after being drafted your first day at the club. But yours might have been a little bit different. Am I correct in saying you were an academy selection, so you'd been around the club before? Yeah, yeah, so I've I've done some time around the club before, um, lucky enough, which is good. I was able to settle in a bit more uh, quicker than some of the other boys and, um yeah, happen to happen to um, you know made some connections before, so 
I was able to, um, yeah, settle in a bit quicker, which is good. Yeah. Any other boys uh, drafted by the Dockers that came through the academy that you know of? Anyone that you knew before getting drafted? Uh, yeah, yeah. So there was obviously Brandon Walker, who was part of our draft class. And um, and then there was also, the year before me, Liam Henry and Leno Thomas, who were also Claremont boys where I grew up playing my footy. So, so it's yeah, yeah, knew some boys before. Yeah, yeah, lovely. What, what can people kind of, especially Dockers fans, uh, what can people expect from you this year? Uh, whether you play all 22 games or none, what, what kind of player are you? Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm a, I'll be playing half forward for the Dockers. Um, uh, we got we got some designated small forward roles, so that's that's tough to play uh, the role I'll be playing. Um, yeah, I like to use my speed and run and carry with the ball and um, kick some goals. Yeah, I, lo- I love to hear that, mate, because I feel like half forwards nowadays, a lot of the time, some play a defensive role, but I love that you're coming in, you want to kick the goals. You, do you have the big celebration going, that's what I want to ask next? Do you have, do you have a go-to? Nah, no celebration at the moment. I got told off because I kicked the goal in the Inter Club uh, on Friday and had no <laughs> celebration. So I've oh. got to work on it, but I'm not big of a celebrator, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there? Uh, we know there are lots of celebrators around, but in terms of like your style of play, is there someone that you kind of mould yourself on? Some someone that you're similar to that people know and love already? Uh, current game, uh, I like to think I play pretty similar to um, Shay Bolton. Uh, obviously, he's progressing to midfield now, and that might be something in hopefully if you know in the system in maybe four years' time, maybe I could have a bit of midfield minutes as well. So. Um, yeah, pretty similar to that. There's also Sonny Walters, Michael Walters as well. And, yeah, I obviously just love to um, watch Cyril Rioli highlights and um, take some tricks out of his book, as everyone would. Mate, couple couple of good names there. I reckon if you're half the player that those guys are for you, we'll be pretty stoked. I'm sure that you'll be well on your way to doing that, mate. Very talented player. But I guess coming into the club, both good and bad, what's been the biggest surprise to you since coming into the AFL system? Has there been anything that you like, whether it's been like diet or the training workloads? Like what's really surprised you about when you've joined the AFL list? Yeah, I'd definitely say the workloads, really. It's, um, you, you know, you hear about it all the time. It's a big step up. It's a, um, you know, big jump from, um, you know, like the district footy that you used to play. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was a huge step for me. The first couple of weeks left me pretty exhausted and um, there were some training sessions I actually had to pull out of because I was just, like, really dehydrated and, um, you know, just, like, pretty much just drained. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot to take out of that, in, in, um, which includes, like, preparation and stuff and making sure I'm getting the right sleep. And But now I've made that adaptation, um, you know, waking up and getting to training on time and, um, you know, the days just become a lot, little bit easier now, so it's it's good. Yeah, is it? Would you still call it kind of stressful? Uh, still being fairly new, only been around the club a few months. Do you still kind of work in with some nerves at all, or are you fully kind of integrated? Um, I reckon I'm pretty integrated at the moment. Um, there might be times where uh, there's a, there's a bit of nerves, but um, now settling in with some of the boys and making good friendships. Um, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable around the club and. Um, yeah, yeah, well, for example, I, uh, at trainings, I never used to like using my speed. I kind of just um, like to kind of give the first option, but I was encouraged to use my speed quite a lot. And now settling in, being a bit more comfortable, I'm able to, you know, kind of take the game on a bit more. 
Yeah, awesome. And obviously, Frio, there's some great senior players there. You know, there's the captain, Nat Five. You've got David Mundy, who never seems to age. I mean, how old is he now? Is he 45? <laughs> you know, you've got Michael Walters, mate. You've got some awesome senior players on the list. Like, who, who's really taken you under the wing and really made you feel welcome? Whether it's a coach or even the coaches, the players, what's really, I guess, helped you and mentored you along your journey so far? Yeah, Michael Walters definitely um, took me under his wing. Uh, you know, I've done a bit of work with him beforehand before getting to the club through the Next Generation Academy. But, um, yeah, no, once settling into the club, yeah, he's definitely taught me some amazing things. And, um, yeah, I've, I've yeah made some good friendships, like I said, with some other players like Rory Lobb and um, people like that. But, um, yeah, Sonny, Sonny definitely took me under his wing first. So what's he shown you? Like, what, what, what does he help to, like, I guess, add to your game? He's just He's just got a really in-depth knowledge about the game and um and he's just his character in general he's a you know really great on-field leader and and off-field as well he's really um you know he's serious about the game and he knows the game in like yeah in serious depth he knows the ins and outs of the games and it it shows um because he's you know he finds a way to you know um, like dominate games so you know I'm obviously going to take every bit of advice he gives me um, and take it on board and make sure I apply it yeah yeah now a question we ask on all the regular episodes and we're planning to ask on all these class of 2020 episodes as well uh, this probably change uh, a lot uh, throughout our interviews uh, each time we do it and you're probably the youngest guest we've ever had on the show but I've got to ask you Matt do you, do you have a life philosophy uh, at the moment, any quotations or mantras, anything like that you live by? Um, not not really um, any quotations or anything like that, but uh, I'm reading a book at the moment and it's got it's got some really good, um, yeah, like quotes as well in it and um, it's like something I'd really like to go by. It's just been like really relentless kind of. So, for example, I'd not get in a game in the um, – the this scratch match tomorrow against the Eagles, but um, you know, just being relentless and make sure I'm hitting back at it and um, training hard just to push my way into the squad for the next week after that. What's that book called? Uh, it's called Relentless by um, Tim Tim Grover. It's a really good book. It's got it's talked about um, uh, mostly uh, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan stuff. He's done a lot of work with them on the mental side, but yeah, it's a really, really good book, and I encourage every listener to you know give it a read. Sure. Mate, that's all. That's awesome. Like, have you always worked on your mental side of the game, or is that sort of just something that you sort of you've added on after, I guess, finishing up your junior career and going to the AFL and looking for that extra edge? Yeah, no, that's definitely something. It's just just come on recently because you don't realise, but yeah, the mental side is definitely a huge, huge side of the um, you know, of the game. Um, like you don't realise because you're able to go through the motions a little bit in the like junior levels, but once you get up to that the highest step and the highest level it's yeah it's, it truly does take a big mental toll so yeah definitely just been getting into it recently yeah now mate uh we're gonna before we wrap up we're gonna uh, quickly well before we get to our last segment so we're gonna quickly whip rip th- whip through uh some quick questions some quick fire questions to kind of get in uh, get to know you as a person listeners uh might be interested by this kind of thing so first one uh you've got two hours of time on your hands uh you can do whatever you want with two hours what are you doing with two hours, um, I reckon I'd uh, 
where I am right now, I'd probably um, go have a hit of golf with my mates or maybe maybe go for a fish. Do you hit off scratch? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, so now you've got two weeks of spare time. You know, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, where's your dream holiday destination? What are you doing in those two weeks? You can go wherever you want around the world. Oh, it'd have to be, it'd have to be, um, I, I reckon I'd love to go for a trip to the Maldives or something like that. We're a nice little coastal spot. Um, yeah, just to, you know, yeah, have a really good holiday for sure. It'd be a good, good break mentally as well. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like a good one. Uh, next one, uh, your three biggest personal strengths in your opinion, what, what do you reckon they are? Um, Oh, this is this is a tough one. Personal strength. <laughs> you, do, you don't need to be humble or anything like that. Or you can list humble as one of your strengths, but you can get cocky if you want. I don't mind. We don't. Don't, care. don't even have to list three. Just like <laughs> it's yeah. a tough question. Uh, no. So I like saying I'm a pretty good leader. Um, to yeah, to my peers. Um, and then also very good at um, PlayStation. <laughs> and um, what what are you playing on the sticks at the moment? I uh, just took okay, really at the moment. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of us got while we're going to lockdown, jump back onto Fortnite. So that was pretty fun to you know, <laughs> give the memories a bit of a run. But I, I can't really think of a third, to be honest. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Uh, and now I reckon this one could be even harder. So, uh, what are your three <laughs> biggest personal weaknesses? Now you don't have to give three; you can give one or two, or just whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, weaknesses. This is yeah. This is probably something that I'd have to. Um, been working on is that is a relentless side of you know the mental side of things uh uh in um in the past there's been times when maybe um like i haven't been selected for something or didn't get yet picked to play a game and i'd kind of just um like mope around and like want like everyone to feel sorry for me kind of thing but i've kind of changed into that thing where it's like yeah, work work even harder to earn my spot, earn my spot instead of instead of just sulking, kind of. So yeah, being a bit relentless is was something. Um, uh, some other weaknesses. What else? Um, don't really don't really have anything else. Honestly, mate, that's an awesome attitude to have though. That you've managed to identify like an area in which you need to improve on, and then you've actually mm. gone out and done it, mate. That's a great attitude to have, and I think a lot of like. A lot of eighteen-year-olds wouldn't have that attitude, so I think a lot of Dockers fans, and I'm really impressed by that. Like, yeah. I know I'm a couple of years older than you, and I wouldn't have that attitude, mate. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Cheers. All right, and now we get on. Now we get on to our uh, one of our favourite segments. It is the quiz. So this little quiz is a little bit different. So it's going to be how well you know your club or teammate. So. I don't know how much for your history that you've uh, studied, mate, but I'm expecting you to be relentless in this quiz. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, Lockie, you want to kick All things right. off? Number one? Yeah. In which year did Frio play their first season of the AFL? Oh, oh fuck. Um, I'll go 1995. Bang on, mate. You have got that. <laughs> great start. Great start. It only gets harder from here, though. Yeah. Yeah, it does get harder. Uh, so, question two. So, uh, do, you, do you have the list of players who wore the number 34 on your locker? Um, No, only the players that have played like 150 games plus, I think. So, I think there's only oh, one on. Yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, you're number 34 for the listeners that uh, – 
don't know. I'm hoping that's correct. correct. Uh, so second question is, uh, who wore the number 34 for Frio in their only grand final? I would have had to be Lace Burr. Oh, spot on. Smashed it. Smashed it. Very nice. He's the guy in your locker, I'm guessing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So two out two, uh, off to a good start. So question three. Uh, so for people who don't know, uh, Lockie uh, attended Peninsula Grammar uh, in Mount Eliza in Victoria. So one of your teammates also went to the very same school as Mr. Lachlan Gibbs uh, over here. So which one of your teammates went to Peninsula Grammar? So it's in Victoria, did you say? In Victoria. Yeah, in Victoria, Victoria re- recent drafty. So that should narrow it down. Or a recent drafty. Like recent, like over the last like three years. I'd have to go with Sam Sturt. Bang on, He's mate. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, Kicked right. two or three goals against my bombs, I believe, in his first game, I reckon it was. But Lockie, yep. uh, you yep. want to give us your last question? Jeez, he's done well for four from four and uh, definitely earned my respect. Uh, name the six players at Fremantle who have played in an AFL grand final. Michael Walters. Yep. David Mundy. Nat Fife. Okay, so but there would have been Joe Hamling. Yep. Y- yep. James Ace. Yep. One more. And... Oh... All right, I think I'm gonna have to go into a deep think here. Oh, Matt Tabiner. No, Matt Tabiner's incorrect. No, yeah. the final hurdle. Oh, jeez, oh, could have got four points from four, but the answer is Stephen Hill. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Joel's very sorry to Stephen if you're listening, mate. But uh, yeah, I think that just about wraps us up. Uh, so uh, we'll chat again to you in six months or so times, and we'd we'll like to give you a big thanks for coming on, Joel Weston. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you very much for having me. It's good chat. Thank you very much, Joel, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you, and we're looking forward to seeing how the season unfolds for yourself and looking forward to speaking to you again in about six months' time to uh, catch up and a bit of postseason chat. Yep, can't wait for that. Um, thank you very much, Joel, as well as thank you, of course, to our listeners for sticking around. We appreciate all your support and all that you do for us. Great episode coming out tomorrow with Ryan Angwin. Hope you guys all tune in. Thanks for listening.